Hey, have you ever wanted to create your own podcast and share your own light bulb moments with the world? If so, now is the perfect time to do so because audio is the future of the internet and Anchor is a perfect place to do it. So Anchor is a podcasting platform you can find at anchor.fm and it's what we use to create the Lightbulb Moment podcast. So Anchor is amazing because first of all, it's completely free to use. Yep, completely free. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So I've used Anchor to record with other guests on a mobile app, and you can also edit on your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you across so many platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast streaming sites. So you don't have to set up individual accounts and try to distribute to all of those places. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum subscribers needed. And it's basically everything you need to record, edit, and publish your podcast in one place all for free. So I highly encourage you to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good luck. Hi there, I'm Ganika Pinham. And I'm Varika Pinham. We're sisters and the co-founders of Ida. Ida is the place for women entrepreneurs to get the tips, resources, and tools to build their businesses. And we have a powerful app that is like Siri for your business. You can track your business goals, milestones, and it tells you which step to take next for your particular business. You can check that out on thinkida.com. On this podcast, we address how you can ideate, decide, and act on the topics we discuss in each episode and apply them to your own business. So if you are a woman with your own business or aspiring to be an entrepreneur but wondering where to go and how to get started, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Varika, one of the founders of Ida, and I'm doing a solo episode today because this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for the past month, month and a half, I would say, and I was kind of prepping for it. So here I am. And what this episode is about is the missteps and regrets, so to speak, of entrepreneurs. So the way this idea came about is a couple months ago, we did a survey for our app as we're building the IDA app, right? So we got a ton of responses. And one of the questions that we added at the end of it, so the survey was about, you know, milestones that entrepreneurs had achieved and the kind of steps that helped them be successful. But the last question was about some steps or things that they regret or steps that they didn't take that actually hindered their success. So I thought it would be really nice to share about that. Now, this is a completely anonymous survey, so I will not be um, sharing like specifically who said what or the specifics of any of these businesses. But I think the general concept of all of these entrepreneurs talking about things that they regret can be really, really valuable lessons, whether you're aspiring to be one or you're just starting out or you're already in the middle of your journey. But maybe these are some things that you're uh, pushing up against and you can realize that this is something that maybe down the line you'll look back on and wish you had done differently. So that's what I'm hoping for this episode, that it will help you realize what are some mistakes that you could be making right now or in the future. So yeah, I just want to dive in. I'm not really sure how long this is going to take. I have a lot of notes and some quotes to read out. So I just kind of want to dive into it. So starting with one that's really, really common. So basically, I'm going to be talking about the ones that are really consistent and showing up repeatedly across this survey because I think that means that it means it's more likely to 
show up in your life perhaps. So that's what I want to do for this episode. So the first thing that I've noticed as a pattern is focus. So a lot of entrepreneurs, um, and this is something that I've kind of noticed in my own life as well, is it's hard to focus, right? I'm not talking about sitting down and focusing for one work session or something like that, but focusing on what's really important, right? So um, we're seeing this repeated pattern of getting lost in the details or getting lost in all these different tracks and opportunities, right? So whether you're starting your own business or aspiring to start one or you're early in career or later in career, you're going to have different opportunities that keep coming up on your path. And it's really, really hard to choose and focus, right? So there's a lot of indecisiveness that's coming up. And, you know, someone said that letting people distract them with side opportunities, right? It feels like, oh, this is like this other, you know, golden nugget. It's sparkly, the shiny new thing that I want to go after. But that distracts you from the path that you're already on. So, you know, several people in the survey mentioned having to take detours, um, you know, not following up on what's actually getting them results, right? So not being consistent with their results. So not following up on leads, not focusing on what's actually driving their business or not focusing on needle moving things, right? Like sitting down and making a strategy. So we talk about this a lot, um, which is, you know, laying out a roadmap for yourself and being committed to having the discipline to stick to it, right? So not being able to do that and not having that focus has actually impeded these entrepreneurs according to the survey. Um, and they feel like they have not made as much progress as they could have if they had focused, right? Of course, they all made wonderful progress, but you're always going to have learnings and lessons on the journey. So this is a really, really big one that I think is super important to know as well. Another one that keeps coming up is procrastination. So this one is super big, and especially at Ida, like on several podcasts, on our Instagram stories, on our Instagram posts, we always, always talk about this, which is the idea that you have to wait for something to be perfect or something to be, you know, all done and like reaching the final stage for you to launch it or for you to put it in front of people or you know, just for even to you to admit starting a business, right? Because you think that you can't even start the business until you have all the ducks lined up and have all the pieces ready to go. So this was a really, really common one. So a lot of people mentioned that they wish that they had acted more quickly, right? So that they wish they hadn't waited for things to be perfect all the time. And one of the other things that they procrastinate on, right? So some of the people procrastinated on just starting the business, right? So waiting for it to be perfect and not acting quickly, some people said they procrastinated on getting help for their business, right? So they didn't tell people about it right away. And I know this is something that a lot of people can struggle with because you're afraid that if you fail, it will be public or what will your family or friends think? So, you know, we're not saying here, go ahead and make this a public announcement if that's something you're not ready to do, but even telling a couple people about it, right? So you can get the help you need. So you're not trying to do this all alone all the time, especially if you're not already surrounded by an entrepreneurial network. And not getting a team early on. So this is kind of uh, paradoxical because sometimes we talk about how you don't need a team to make something happen, right? A team is great to have, but you don't need it. So if you can't afford a team right now or you don't have the bandwidth to hire a team, you can still make something happen as a solo founder and get stuff going, get the traction so that you can, you know, get to a level where you can have a team. But a lot of people did say that they regretted not getting help in some form. So whether that means just telling people about it, getting a mentor, or if you're able to hire a team, but you're just procrastinating on that part of it, you know, you're not 
putting up the job post. You're not interviewing. You're not trying to find a virtual assistant. You're not trying to find a social media manager. So you need to ask yourself right now, like, are you getting the help that you need? And where are you kind of feeling alone or frustrated or confused? And what can best fill that gap, right? So if it's more like just an emotional thing, maybe you can just talk it out with a friend or a family member. If it's more like a business strategy thing, maybe you need a mentor. Or if it's just that you have too many tasks on your plate, maybe you can benefit by hiring that one extra person that can take things off your plate so you can focus, right? Going back to the focus point so that you can focus on what's actually important and drives your business. So after this podcast episode, I actually want you to sit down and consider where are you not focusing? So where are you letting yourself get distracted by the shiny new thing or letting yourself get distracted by other people's requests for you, right? So so many other people can you know, show up in your DMs or show up in your inbox with these different requests and they mean well, right? But if you're letting yourself get distracted by all these different opportunities, then you're not focusing on what's actually driving your business forward. So I want you to think about what are the needle movers and what are things that I can eliminate altogether or delegate? So delegate to the team member, right? And ask yourself also, where do I need help the most? And if you're in the boat of you haven't launched yet or you're not acting quickly enough, I'm telling you, that's a really, really big regret for so many people, not even just this in the survey, just across the board. That is something that you're going to realize down the line that it really wouldn't have mattered if you had launched an imperfect product because customers don't care that your website is all spiffy or your app is all spiffy. They care that you're solving the problem. So as long as you have a solution, a good solution to the problem that they're having, and you've spent time trying to identify and understand your customer, you can get out in front of them. It does not have to be perfect. In fact, one of the respondents already had customers and she still felt afraid of launching, she said in the survey, right? So imagine that's like she's already doing well, but she still felt um, like it wasn't perfect enough for her to put the message out there for more people, right? So if you're in that boat where you already have some customers, but you think that it's not big enough or it's, you know, quote unquote, just a side hustle or it's not a good enough business yet, don't let those limiting beliefs stop you. And in fact, that's another uh, really common theme that showed up here is just imposter syndrome and the limiting beliefs, right? So underpricing yourself, that was a really, really common theme. So you can ask yourself right now, am I pricing because that's what I really believe this product is worth? And that's, you know, I've done my research. I know my customers think that this is the right, you know, price point for conversion. Or am I pricing because I think that I'm not good enough to charge more or I think the product is not good enough. And if you think the product is not good enough, that's an indicator that you need to improve the product, right? But if you're pricing a certain way because you think you are not good enough, then that's like a mindset thing that is also really, really common. Um, so it's not your fault, but you just need to acknowledge that that's something internal and it's not a reflection of the value of the actual service or product that you're providing. So that was really common. And actually at this time, I want to read some of the quotes from the survey, um, like I said, it is anonymous. Um, these are not my own words, but I thought these were really well put. And I think it will be really, really helpful for you guys to listen to this. So, you know, regarding mindset, right? So someone said, I let my inner demons get the best of me. And I know as an entrepreneur, and especially as a woman, we can deal with some self-doubt. So that was a big problem for me, right? And that is so, so true. So this is where like the imposter syndrome comes in again, especially for women, like she says, right? So you have so many limiting beliefs inside of you that are affecting how you're showing up in your business, right? So that's actually super, super important to consider, um, which is that a lot of your external results are based 
oftentimes on how you're feeling about it, right? So what I'm trying to say is when you're really, really pumped up and hyped up about something, that will translate in the way you pitch or you talk to customers, right? But when you feel that your business is not good enough or when you feel that you're not worthy enough of a certain price, that is going to translate into whatever sales call you're having or whatever pitch you're doing. So the other person feels it too and they start to believe that, okay, I don't want to pay for this either. Does that make sense? And a couple more quotes on procrastinating because we were talking about these. So, um, you know, this person said that sometimes waiting till things are perfect can do more harm than good. So taking the dive is often the best way to go. And I wholeheartedly agree with this. It just waiting for things are perfect. Things are never going to be perfect. Even the biggest companies are always coming out with new feature upgrades, right? Like how many times have we had our favorite apps crash, right? So even the apps that we use on a day-to-day basis still crash, still have bugs, right? So it's never going to be perfect and you need to take the dive. So if anything, if you have any takeaways from this episode, and of course we have more um, little missteps to share here, stop procrastinating on that one big thing that you need to go out and do it. Sit down, make a roadmap for yourself to focus, like what are the actual needle moving things you need to do and just go do it. Um, Someone else said that, you know, procrastination and exploring why this was holding me back, right? So she was actually doing some internal reflection, exploring my own fears and what my real problems were around not finding clients, doing too much work behind the scenes rather than talking to people, right? So she said, mindset work has been crucial and finding the right support to help me with this was essential. So I thought that was really, really important message as well, which is, you know, take some time to self-reflect and talk about your actual fears. So I know sometimes it's really, really easy to focus on the external. What do I need to do today? What's my to-do list today? And I know we talk a lot about that, right? So, um, and I think that's an equally important part, which is why we talk a lot about it. But we also talk a lot about the mindset part of it. So if you haven't been doing too much of that side, I really, really encourage you to go do that, um, which is think about what are your own fears that are preventing you, right? So maybe it's not something that you're not doing. Maybe you're working super, super hard, but it's your own fear or your own feeling of insecurity that your business is not at the stage where you need to be or it's not perfect enough. And yeah, mindset work is super, super crucial and getting the right support. So it all kind of comes back full circle, which is not getting help soon enough, right? So that's really, really important as well. So continuing on with the missteps. So we talked about not being focused, right? And we talked about procrastination, which, and then we talked a little bit about mindset as well, you know, imposter syndrome, undervaluing yourself, things like that. So now let's talk about more like the strategy side, marketing and things like that, right? So also some mistakes there that people reported. So, you know, one person said that taking advice from the wrong people. So this came across a few categories. So, you know, taking advice from influencers that are not in your field, taking advice from relatives or, you know, people that are unqualified, right? So they said that they wish that they had taken advice from a quality mentor or someone who's actually qualified in the industry or influencers or, you know, social media pages that are actually qualified in the industry. And someone else said that they wish that they had gotten media publicity earlier. So what this means is um, not that you need to go out and get media publicity right now, because I know that um, it can be hard to pitch, you know, PR agencies and, you know, publications sometimes. So it's not about that. And actually, if you're interested in doing more things like that, we will have a podcast episode about that um, coming soon, probably. And I think we have one in the past about PR as well, but just free marketing. So, you know, not doing enough of that organic traction, right? And this kind of connects with customers as well, which is not following up on customers and spending too much time on one or two customers. So let's say you have like 
a product that has a longer sales cycle, right? So something that's more expensive, you know, enterprise sales, maybe something like that. And if you're spending so much time um, on one to two clients, of course, spend the time if they're moving, right? They're responding to your emails. They're moving the process forward. They're connecting you with the people that are decision makers and you're, you know, leveling up in the company and actually close to getting a contract. But if it's just stagnant, right? If they're just wasting your time, yes, you know, still be cordial, keep the relationship, but don't spend all your time on one to two customers. So that was a big takeaway here as well, which is that you need to be focused on, what can you do to continue growing the business and not put all your eggs in one basket? The other thing regarding marketing is, you know, of course, getting the free marketing, getting trying to get the media publicity and being consistent. Right. So someone said that they lost traction after they stopped being consistent. So this person was actually doing well getting customers, but they stopped being consistent in their marketing and they lost that traction. And we talk about this a lot. Right. So in marketing, it is far more important that you do a few things well and consistently than try to be on every platform, try to do everything, but inconsistently. So you don't need to have a podcast, a newsletter, a YouTube channel, all like five or seven social media pages and like a TikTok and all of these things, right? And you don't need to be doing like workshops every week and Facebook lives and Instagram lives and everything all the time if you cannot be consistent with it, because your audience or the people that are following you are expecting you to show up in some places, right? So that's where they're going to look and that's where they expect you. So if you don't show up in those places, then the engagement starts reducing. And if you randomly start showing up in other places, they don't know that you're there. And now you're trying to force an audience that's already on one platform to move over to another platform. Now, of course, companies do this all the time, right? They'll, they'll expand, they'll start a new platform, right? But that's, once they've established themselves on the existing ones, right? So consistency is super, super important. And so figure out what works for you. So if right now you feel like you're spreading yourself too thin across marketing, you need to figure out what you can do to pare it down. Um, because it's really, really important that you are consistent. Like let's say you're doing one post a day on Instagram. That is far more important. If Instagram is the only thing you're doing one post a day, than having seven social media channels, but it's super sporadic and you show up a couple times a month, right? So that's what I'm talking about when it means consistency. And this was a really, really big theme. So in my notes, like I have it like really bolded and like check marked off because it was a really, really big theme. Uh, continuing on with our marketing theme here, market analysis. So this was also a popular one, which is that people were saying that they wish that they had done market analysis sooner, that they wish that they had understood their customers better and sooner. So this is really, really important. Um, we talk about a lot about this, right? Customer discovery. We talk a lot about this. In fact, we've done free workshops on it and, you know, we publish this like free guide and like checklist for you and all of that thing. Cause it's so, so important. So someone said that they were stuck trying to figure out everything on their own. And it was only later that they realized that if they had talked to their customers about the problem and solution they wanted, the customer would have told them the answer instead of just sitting by yourself trying to think, what does my customer want? How do I fix this? How do I fix this? Go ask your customers. Ultimately, they are the end users, right? You need to go talk to them. So market analysis is really big. And market analysis can also include competitor analysis too, right? Analyzing the industry, analyzing what's going on, how to differentiate yourself. So take the time to do this base level of research. Now, again, don't procrastinate. Don't do this for, you know, a year or something like that. This could be something that you do quickly and over time, right? So don't drop it either. Um, this customer discovery process should be embedded into the culture of your business and it should be ongoing with your business as well. More marketing related things here. Um, not setting up the basics. So 
I know we talked about, you know, not waiting until all your ducks are in a row, but some of your ducks should be in a row in the sense that it will save you a lot of headache later, right? So just getting a quick logo or branding up can save you a lot of headache later so that every time you're making decisions, you're not having to think about it over and over again. Now, here's the thing that can change, right? Even the biggest companies in the world have continuously changed their logos and branding. So that is totally fine. And if you're just starting out and you know, you're not really sure and decided yet, but you just need to get something out there. Maybe we don't order like 10,000 business cards, right? Just order the smallest set. Don't order like, you know, hundreds of thousands or tens tens of thousands of the packaging that you need because you're predicting all the orders for the year, right? Maybe order a smaller set, even though it will cost a little bit more than in bulk, because if you end up changing everything, then you're not going to need all of that packaging, right? So that's a really, really important one. But on the flip side of that, um, don't feel that you have to spend a lot of money doing this, right? So your logo and branding could be something that you do yourself really quickly and hackily on um, Canva or something like that, right? Or you could even hire a graphic designer to do it. And if that's something that you're not comfortable with or strong with, go ahead, go on Fiverr or, you know, Upwork or something like that and get a graphic designer to do like a part-time, one-time job for you. Or even in Facebook groups, if you're in any Facebook groups and you know people looking for work or you know someone in your network looking for work or like a one-time small project, hire them to do it, right? It should be pretty affordable and just get something quickly mocked up um, if you're really, really unsure of how to do it yourself. So that's the thing. Don't spend too much money on it because one of the other mistakes is somebody was saying that a regret they have is they spent so much money on this that when they ended up changing it, they had to spend more money to change it back. So don't do all of those things like, you know, register everything in this name and buy all the domains and, you know, get all the expensive things ordered in this fixed name and logo that you've decided very early on in your business. So that's a really, really important one. And yeah, being afraid just in general to um, time block and kind of let go of the mentality that this is more than a side hustle. So I think this is more a mindset thing as well. So that was a common one that I noticed is just taking the leap, right? Taking that line between wanting this to be your business and your passion versus maybe this is something that you do on the side of your business. And both are equally fine options. It just depends on which one you want, right? So if you actually want this to be your business and you actually want, this is something that you actually want to be doing, of course, you, you know, we're not saying like, go quit your job today, right? So in fact, I think we talked about this on a podcast episode before, you do want to make sure that you have some financial stability before you do that. So you're not panicking, or you know, you don't feel like it's not going to work or something like that, right? But you need to make the decision in your mind of what do you want this to be? So again, going back to focus and having a vision, that was a really common one that I haven't mentioned yet, which is having a vision. So do you have a vision for your company? Like, where is this going? What is the ultimate purpose of it? And purpose doesn't mean that it has to be a social impact company or like a nonprofit. Just what are you trying to do for the world or what are you trying to do for your customers, your customer base? Having that vision is going to guide you. And that's something that people wish that they had thought about sooner, like that big picture vision kind of thing. And while we're on this topic, I want to read um, a couple more quotes and stuff, you know, because we talked about uh, marketing and stuff. So, you know, somebody said, like I said, rushing to purchase a domain name was definitely a misstep. And as a result, I need to find another one that syncs with the company, which means that I need to spend more money to rectify this. Not having a mentor from day one, um, you know, hasn't been the end of the world, but now that I have two, I wish that I had worked with them earlier on, which would have helped me shape my vision better. 
So again, trying to get that help. Um, if you need to have someone just sit down and talk you through with it, it doesn't have to be a consistent meeting that you're meeting with this person every week or every month, but even one meeting can help you gain some clarity. And now the last uh, but not least misstep that I want to cover, and I'm like I said, I want to cover the main overarching themes here, is knowledge and having a growth mindset. This is so important. We always talk about this. It just like that learning mindset. So people regret not being resourceful enough and not trying to keep learning and not trying to gain the knowledge, right? So there, there's a fine line between those two. So you don't want to spend so much time gaining knowledge that you're not actually taking the action. You know, you're just learning, you're learning, you're learning. But once you start taking the action, you know, once you start doing well, you also don't want to forget that learning stage, right? You don't want to assume that you know everything at this point. You don't want to be in that state of mind where you think, okay, well, I've got it figured out. Or maybe you don't think that you've got it figured out, but you're like, I'm too busy to learn, right? I'm too busy doing the work to focus on learning this new thing. And that is actually going to be a misstep for you because if you are not growing yourself, then your business is going to have a hard time growing, right? Because a business is not alive. It's the people that make it alive, right? So the team is what makes it grow or you as a CEO, right? Is going to make it grow because of your vision of your strategy, right? The business doesn't come up with its own actions and strategies. So if you are not growing, then your mindset is not growing and your skills are not growing. Then you're not going to be able to think in new ways to grow that business. So it's really, really important if you don't want to get stagnant and stuck in the weeds, right? So you might, this is not something that you're going to notice immediately, right? Let's say you stop growing. Let's say you stop learning. It's not like the next day things are going to crumble down, but over time, you're going to notice the stagnation because everybody else in the industry is moving forward and you are stagnating. And if you're stagnating, that means you're falling behind, right? So to avoid that from happening, it's really, really important to have that growth mindset. And it's also just fun for you to continue growing, right? So no one wants to be stuck in that same phase, right? So it's really, really important that you adopt that growth mindset of trying to be resourceful, trying to keep learning new things, trying to expand your knowledge about different areas. And with that, I want to wrap it up with um, one awesome um, quote that we have here. And it says, be flexible. Try as you might, you won't meet every milestone you set for yourself. Don't punish yourself. Learn from your mistakes and set another and hopefully more achievable milestone. So if you need to scrap other milestones down the road because you fail to meet one, not necessarily, but you may need to delay them. If you didn't pass your driver's test, you probably need to push back practicing merging onto the highway. To ace your test, you may first need to reach a few new milestones of memorizing road signs. So I thought that was a funny analogy. Uh, But basically what this person is trying to say is, one, don't beat yourself up, right? So we talked a lot about missteps and stuff. If these happen to you, don't beat yourself up. The point of this podcast episode is not to, you know, make you feel panicked about all these things. But to set yourself up so you're thinking about it and if it happens to you so you can bounce back from it. And it doesn't mean that you need to scrap all your plans if something goes awry. You just need to fix what went awry and delay the other plans. And if you're confused and frustrated right now and you're just, you know, in the weeds, you don't need to be worrying about your business five years from now, 10 years from now. Yes, you have that vision that you laid out in the beginning, but don't stress about how this is throwing off everything, right? You need to fix what's happening and you need to work on the needle movers, right? So that's why it's so important that like this analogy this person used, like if you're failing your driver's test, you're not trying to merge onto the highway, just pass the test with the road signs, right? So if you are in that situation where you feel like you are making a lot of these mistakes or you're really concerned about, you know, am I on the right path and all of these things, 
get back to the basics. So we talked about this a lot, but to wrap this episode up, I want to reiterate on the basics, right? You need to sit down and focus on what is your vision and what are the focus needle moving things? Like what can you as a person who is creating the company be doing, right? And this doesn't always mean like, a lot of action, action, action. Cause like I said, having a virtual assistant can really help you. It can be like me- the mental white space to plan out the strategy, right? So what do you need to be doing what, that you alone can be doing, right? That can help set the grander vision for your business and then actually execute it on it too. So maybe it's partnerships, maybe it's pitch meetings, maybe it's raising funding, or maybe it's, you know, hiring the right team and doing the interviews and then setting up those systems to automate the rest of it, whatever it is for you. And then always, always, always returning to the customer, right? So getting back down to the basics, customer discovery, customer discovery, market analysis, right? Just talking to your customers. So if you're stuck, if you are confused about what's going on in your business and you don't know how to move forward, or you don't know if you're doing the right thing, always return to the customer. The customer is the end user. So they will tell you if you are on the right track. They will tell you if your product is working for them. They will tell you what to fix. You don't need to bash your head against the wall all the time trying to imagine what people want, right? You can ask them. So don't forget that. And I know that seems super, super obvious, but it was actually a really, really big theme uh, for this episode because this is something that people forget is that you can always go back to the market to give you the signals that you need. And then finally, be consistent. So do what you can do consistently. Don't try to spread yourself too thin. And yeah, just consistently stick to one plan that is working for you. Don't try to look everywhere and compete with other people and just compete with yourself. So that is my message for today's podcast episode. And that was one that I was really, really looking forward to doing. So I hope that you all enjoyed and I hope that was helpful. And if it was, you know, please leave us a review on the podcast and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Want to get a workbook detailing steps you can take for your business today? Our top three recommendations for tools and questions you must ask yourself as an entrepreneur? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot before submitting. Email the screenshot to contact at thinkida.com and we'll send you the workbook for free. Thank you for listening to the Ida Podcast. You can get more tips and resources and connect with us at thinkida on Instagram. Until next time, ideate, decide, act.